WIFM HD2 Albany, W240EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. LeVac Goss here with you. Fox Sports Radio 95.9980103.1-2, the iHeart Radio app. Um, and, you know, in, in the laughter, the laughter of children, you oh. can hear LeVac Goss. That's, that's where we oh. are. Uh, congratulations, Denver. Stan Kroenke, you got another another championship right there, buddy. The Nuggets get it done. Win this thing in four-to-one fashion. Only lose one game. 94-89, the final. Joker's the MVP. All is right with the world. Could have used a couple of those three-pointers that they missed in the in the fourth to hit so that I would have hit my, my, my you know, minus nine. To keep that undefeated streak rolling in the yep. finals for the final one. Luckily, I did earlier before the season, before the series started, I did go uh, Denver to win 4-1 series, exact series, so... I did okay last night, but I didn't give that one out. You know, as you couldn't give it out last night, obviously. But I, I think I had said it earlier. You know, during all this, but yeah, they didn't cover the nine, which <sighs> hurts me personally. I, I feel, I feel uh, triggered, as the children would say. <laughs> uh, but man, it's just, it's just one of those ones. Not, not the best game. Probably that was probably the least entertaining game that they played. Even though like it was close at points, tied late. I didn't feel like that was a good game. A lot of misses. You know why I felt weird? There's a comeback. There's the finish. If you're a Nugget fan, that's probably how you wanted it. Hey, we're going to trail for a little bit at home. We're going to have the comeback. We're going to finish gonna it off. 10. We're going to win the championship at home and not make it easy. I, I get what you're saying, though, because there was always this like tease of maybe Miami's good enough. Maybe Miami's got a chance. Maybe Miami can push this to game six. Because Miami's teased and then delivered. An eight seed can't beat a one seed, right? Oh, they beat the Bucks. Hey, if you're a Knicks fan, this is the matchup you want with Miami. Oh, the Knicks can do this. They won game two. Nope. Hey, there's no way Boston's going to lose to Miami. They're going to eventually fall. Miami continued to tease and deliver. But what you and I sniffed out about this finals is that that's wonderful that he were able to do that for the last three rounds. A remarkable, an all-time great run of the NBA finals. However, Denver's always been better. Mm. Like, throughout Every single game, every single matchup, everything. Denver was always the best team. They're crowd champions. They've been the best team in the NBA throughout the entire season. And that's why you felt like that. Even though Miami had the lead, even though the Heat did about everything they could in that first half to potentially take down the Nuggets and get a game six, you know, watching the series and watching the Nuggets throughout the playoffs, it was just a matter of time before Denver took over. Balanced attack, a bunch of different weapons, Better matchups, and they today are the NBA champions for the first time in franchise history. I think I like that you brought up all the other series because I do. I feel like that that factored in. I feel like you know Milwaukee. Like we're not going to lose to an eight. Are you crazy? We're a one. And then you know the Knicks. Like wow, this is exactly how we drew it up. It's a banged up eight seed. They don't have Tyler Hero. They don't have Victor Oladipo. Uh, you know Jimmy Butler, seven thousand years old. We have to cut his leg and count the rings. To, to know how old he is. That's, this is perfect. We're going to win. And then, of course, Boston, same thing. That's an eight seed. Like, we're going we're gonna to trounce him and walk in. And, and wow, okay, we're down. But we're, oh, we're coming all the way back. Like, Denver strikes me as that team 
that doesn't care about those things. Like, like, um, they're the, they're the beautiful woman that doesn't know she's pretty. Like that's who they are. They're just like, no, none of this matters. Rankings mean nothing. None of that matters. The only thing that matters is that we have more points at the end of the game than they do. It's all that matters. And they play like that. So, you know, whether you give it to, you know, uh, Jokic, whether you give it to Malone, the coach or Murray or whoever, the organization top to bottom, that's, it's rare that you see a team play that way where it's, it doesn't matter how we got here. You're tonight's opponent and we're going to beat you. Is that cool? Is it boring? Is it odd? Maybe a mix of all those three. And I asked that just because the finish of that game, I've been accustomed as a sports fan. I believe you have too. That when the championship is won, it is euphoria. I'll use a big SAT word in a weird HBO show. You shouldn't watch it in front of kids. Uh, (laughs) It's that type of celebration. Kevin Garnett, right? Anything is possible. Cleveland, this is for you. You know, they have all these moments you remember at the end of the NBA Finals, and they cut to Jokic at the end of the game. You're waiting for this NBA Finals montage moment, and it's him barely with any reaction shaking hands. Yeah. And then at the post-game press conference, he's like, oh, we got a parade on Thursday? Oh. And then I saw Twitter eating him alive saying, like, Jokic is so excited, not because he won a championship, but because he doesn't have to exercise for the next three months. <laughs> like, it, it was a different reaction. It goes to your point of, it's just business, man. This is just business we're doing out here. Right. And, and look, it's anybody who doesn't like Jokic is because you don't ever see a scenario where your team would get him or a player just like him. Because that's that's a dude who can do everything. Like, like we're you know before the show started, Gaz and I were having a, a little bit of fun because we're seeing other like TV shows and everything do the whole who could threaten Denver next year? Is Denver a dynasty? All these things, and I'm like, guys, we don't even know what the teams are going to look like next year. <laughs> like, we don't even know like who's who, what free agents going where, how the draft pans out, who retires, who does this, who do, we don't we know none of these things right now. The conversation that like I feel like is a is a touch over the top, but you could have right now is is Joker an all time great? Like is he is he did he cement himself in this this playoff series in this season whatever? But especially in the playoffs as an all time great. So here's some of the the minutia facts, some of the stats out there. So the Nuggets have their first NBA championship franchise history. They're 46 seasons before winning the NBA championship is the most by any team prior to their first title. Whoa. So he's the first guy to get them where they need to be in a franchise that took the longest to get where they need to be. Um, we, the team's leading by three to one. They always win 35 to one. Only one time that they haven't won. Cavs Warriors. Yep. All right. So Joker is the first player in NBA history to lead all players in points, rebounds, and assists in a single postseason. That, I would be shocked if you find another stat that's more impressive than that one. That is incredibly impressive in the history of the NBA that no one's been able to pull that one off. Jordan, LeBron, Wilt, that's very impressive. Uh, Nikolai Jokic, is the he finished the playoffs averaging 52.9 combined points per game, rebounds per game, assists per game. The second most in NBA history. Okay, I know that previous one I said was really impressive. That one's very close to being just as impressive. Right? Uh, that's 59 and a point, 52.9. 52.9. Oh, do you have who's first? Don't tell me. Do you have it? Yeah, I do. I'll give you the number, 59.9. Oh, my. 
Bill Russell? No. Kareem? No. Don't make me guess Wilt. Wilt? 1967. Come on, Wilt no, Chamberlain. No, no. Get out of here, Wilt. <laughs> well, it's the most impressive stat you've ever heard. You just said it. Lies. You are a, you're a closeted Wilt Chamberlain fan. That's what it is. No, hater. Now it's an open Wilt Chamberlain hater. No, you got to get you got to get over that, buddy. You got to get over it. Let it go. You love the stats. The best part is over what? <laughs> right. You're making yeah, you you've made up this rivalry with Wilt Chamberlain, the ghost of Wilt Chamberlain. Um, yeah, so I just, I love watching the guy play. Yes, his his interviews are boring. His stuff is boring. You know what he is? He's that great wrestler that should never be handed a microphone. And that's what his brothers are for. Okay, so like if you watch a lot of pro wrestling, you see they got like Brock Lesnar. They got to put Paul Heyman with, with Brock Lesnar. Recently, he's been a little better at cutting promos because... As physically impressive and all the things he can do, you give him a mic, Brock like eat face of opponent. It's not it's not great. Joker is out there, he's like, This is fantastic. We've won. I'm very excited. Thank you. Wait, what? That's why you need his brothers on camera more often when they're trash talking Jack Nicholson and stuff like that. Like he's he's never if you just want to watch great basketball and win a bunch of games, potentially championships, you need Nikolai Jokic on your team. If you want to be entertained post pregame and on TMZ Sports, he's not your dog. He's not your guy. Isn't it ironic the difference okay. between how the difference between how we view professional athletes in different sports? Because that's how that's described. But if that's an NFL player, oh, he's a classic Patriot. That's yeah. why the Patriots win. Yeah. They don't make headlines. They don't get into the drama. They do it the Patriot way, whatever that means. But they do it that way. They stay out of the headlines, and Patriot fans says, that's why we win. Yep. Baseball, hey, we need a little bit more, okay? We need you guys to have uh, some celebrations, but not in front of old people because they don't like that. But in front of young people, when there's a camera rolling, that we can get to go viral with millions of views so people know who you are. Basketball, if you were wondering over the past few months and weeks of, why are the national media pundits and analysts and talking heads not giving Nikolai Jokic enough credit? Why is Kendrick Perkins yelling that the MVP debate's all about race? Why do people feel like they're undermining <laughs> what Denver God, is? Everything's about race now. You didn't know that? The fact that you asked that question is racist. How dare you? There's your answer. <laughs> exactly what Levax said. Not, not that part, but, but well, that might the not be wrong. The of the right, world. Yeah. right. Like, hey, the reason why these national pundits didn't want to talk about Jokic and the Nuggets is what you said. The drama, the easy to talk about, the headline, the who's going to do that. I can't stand Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant with some of that stuff, and I know Kyrie's feuding with our guy Guns from Outkick, but that's why. Hey, what do we do with the content this guy's given us? He's classy. He does it right. He's performing at a level we've never seen, but he doesn't want to talk too much about it. It's maybe the modern-day version to make us feel old, the modern-day version of Tim Duncan. Because you never got to see Duncan. Could he be the... um... Like, you like to bring up the point that one of the reasons people love Steph Curry so much is he looks like one of us. Like, he's, well, not one of us directly, but, like, he's not, like, this seven-foot-tall, cut-out-of-stone Adonis. Like, he's he's in great shape, tall dude, but he's not a super tall dude, but he just, he can just shoot from anywhere. He's just got that. We could all do that, given the practice and whatever. Mentally, we think we could all do that. 
forgetting that that Joker is seven feet tall because he's always standing next to other tall people, so he just looks like the tallest guy in the room. Because he's a little doughy, could you see him start to winning win over like your average fan? Because they're like, dude, I'm just like Joker. I don't have six pack abs, but I I play tough. I can pass. I can shoot. I'm 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 trouble in the paint. I wonder if you'll start to see him become that media darling, whether he likes it or not. Because Steph Curry doesn't say anything. He doesn't. He's a little more now. But like before, he did that that golf show with uh, with Rob. Um, I can't think Deer of Dick? Yeah, No, no, um, the comedian. I'll think of it later. But he did like he was like part of that golf show where they had to do like Rob these... Rob Regal. Yes, yeah. Deer yeah, from ridiculousness. I just Rob assumed... Regal. Regal. Thank you. Yeah, but like when he did, he started talking more then. Now, you know, maybe maybe just maybe Nikolai Jokic will will talk more. But even if he doesn't, I bet you see some guys start to like rock the fifteen. You know, if they don't have a team that they're they have a true allegiance to, or if they just want that top jersey. I want, watch that 15 jersey start to scream up the, the charts. Yeah, I like that point about the relatability because I just posted something on social media at WOFX980 that there's Jokic in the locker room, like you said, drinking a beer. There's another video out there of him shotgunning a beer. He's not jacked. He just looks like a regular dude who would pick up basketball at your local Y, and he's really good. Somebody would be like, all right, this guy could pass, dribble, and shoot. And rebound, I can get a good, healthy run in with this guy and make me look good. This is a teammate that I want. This is somebody I want to hang out with. Maybe this is that moment. You brought up the Steph Curry comparison because now he's crossing over to different fans and hit the ABC program. Maybe this is the start of that. Or here's the other. I brought up Tim Duncan. Maybe Jokic doesn't want any of that stuff. You, Levac, your fellow media members, great. You guys can talk about what you want. Sports fans, you guys can talk about who's the greatest of all time and everything else. I'm good winning championships, putting up good numbers, and doing my own thing. They, you've got enough NBA players who want their names in the ads and the spotlight and on Instagram. I will just go out here and win titles. Yeah. Because the Denver Nuggets, I, we mock it a little bit about a dynasty. That roster is built for the future. That roster's got so much talent. Unless anybody tries to go for a monster payday as a free agent at some point here in the next what, two to four years. They're going to be tough to beat forever because their style of basketball, there's not a team in the NBA can be like, oh, they play like the Nuggets. No, no, no. Yeah. The Nuggets do their own thing, and now it's championship style. Yeah, and we'll see who can be a challenge for them, and are they a dynasty, and all the other things <laughs> as, as, we, as we roll on. Uh, but uh, congratulations, Denver Nuggets. You continue to uh, – you know, it, it's fun to watch. It's good basketball. It, it, it makes me mad because you don't have a ton of superstars. You just have good players. It makes me wish the Knicks knew how to do that. So, but we'll move on. We'll, we, I digress, okay? I do want to tell you that uh, my my superstar, who just shows up and does their job, are, are our friends at USX Pest Control. That's, a, that's what they do. Tim comes out, explains everything to you. You got to schedule your free inspection, USXPest.com. What I love about this is when when Tim, you tell me if you had the same experience, guys. When Tim first starts explaining the stuff, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I don't know if I care. Like, can you just make the bugs and everything go away? But then you, then you start to listen to it and you understand why he's explaining what he's explaining. Here's here's why I believe at some point you had mice. Here's why I believe they're not here anymore. Here's why I know they're here right now. Here's this. Here's that. And then you start listening to it and you realize this is a guy who is taking the time to tell you why you need. USX Pest, why you need his help, 
and then why he's going to recommend what he recommends. It's I love it. There might be some people in your family that have like the ring light, and they'll tell you at your yeah. next family gathering, "Hey, Tommy boy, saw a mouse in our garage. Saw something outside. Something's getting near my garden. My plant." Okay, rather than you, as someone who might be older or a family member, telling you what they saw in your ring light that might be taking you away from summer activities, call USX Pest Control to have it <laughs> fixed. Rather than getting updates of what's going wrong, tell your grandfather, your uncle, hey, I know you're watching the bugs this summer. Right. How about you get those fixed thanks to USX Pest Control? They'll come over so you can enjoy yourself and not stare at your ring light on rainy oh my days. God, I just realized that I'm that person. I, a lot of people don't I want need, to admit it. They are. Well, because so... There's there's like migration season for different things, right? There's a point in the like spring where the skunks will start to roll through the neighborhood, like a gang almost, and they they've been hiding in one part of my yard, and I can see them walk across the driveway the whole night. And I didn't even bring it up. I've let them know, like, hey, can we put like a fence here, so they just keep their stinky butts moving. I guarantee you, once I tell them, USX Pest Control will have a way to fix it. Schedule your free inspection today at usxpest.com. Fireworks, baseball, and family fun return to the Capital Region this week for an action-packed six-game homestand. Join us from June 13th to the 18th as the Cats take on the Lake Erie Crushers and the Florence Yalls. For theme nights, more information, or to get your tickets today, log on to tcvalleycats.com or call 518-629-CATS. Valley Cats Baseball, your ticket to fun. O'Reilly Auto Parts Loaner Tool Program offers more than 80 specialty tools. Refundable deposit required. Stop by O'Reilly today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Quote based on healthy non-smoking 30-year-old female with a 20-year term policy rates may vary. Eligible policies and state planning tools can vary by state. It's a busy life. You have enough to worry about. So here's a great way to check life insurance off your list. It's called Ethos. With the thought of medical exams, forms to fill out, and the cost, it's easy to see why life insurance can fall to the bottom of your to-do list. But at Ethos Life, we've got your back. For about a dollar a day, you could get a quarter million dollars in term life insurance without a medical exam. Just go online, answer a few health questions, and snap, family protected. You could get a quote in seconds, apply in minutes, and be covered in hours. No medical exams, no blood tests, no hassle. Right now, with your purchase of an eligible policy from Ethos, you'll get something else important to your family. Tools to create a legal will. A $449 value, yours free. Ethos, the 100% online, hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Get your free online quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com. We see some patients who come in and they have been in just so much pain for so long that they are just deflated. But that's about to change because QC Kinetics provides hope for relief using all new regenerative treatments that concentrate your body's own healing properties into aching hips, back, shoulders, and knees. And Dr. Suckerman, a medical director at QC Kinetics, loves watching the patient transformations. One of the most amazing things is when I get to see a patient who, after a few months of our treatments, is just a completely different person. They are smiling and happy, and the weight of the world is off their shoulders because we were able to take away their pain. And that's with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. It's just amazing to be able to change people's lives like that. It's very gratifying. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 838-900-3360. That's 838-900-3360. 838-900-3360. Where is the store? They got your guns and so much more. Upstate. Can you dig it? Who's got your Glocks? And Remington's always in stock. Upstate. 
Damn right. Best prices in town. And a staff that likes when you come around. Upstate. They won't let you down. They say the store is the best in town. Shut your mouth. But we're talking about upstate, baby. Then we can dig it. Tired of getting shafted at the big box stores? Then come to Upstate Guns and Ammo because we're not dicks. For the latest in personal protection, from handguns and rifles to self-defense sprays and stun guns, the knowledgeable and friendly experts at Upstate are here to help you find what you need. A huge selection in-store and online at UpstateGunsAndAmmo.com. Plus, in-store sales happening daily. Why shop anywhere else? Upstate Guns and Ammo in Niskayuna, your local source for all your self-defense needs. Give us a call at 370-GUNS. That's 370-G-U-N-S. Isn't it nice to get exactly what you want? Introducing the new MyPlan from Verizon. With MyPlan, you pick only the perks you want and you save on every one. So you're getting exactly what you want in your phone plan and only paying for what you need. All on Verizon's award-winning 5G network. And for a limited time, when you bring your own phones to a Verizon store, you can get MyPlan for an incredible price. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get MyPlan for an amazing deal. It's your Verizon. Now back to Levesque and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 AM Fox Sports Radio. Little quick stop in the subway, huh? Who's in the mood? Who wants to go on a quick subway ride? Anybody? Anybody? Show of hands. Anybody? Uh, yeah, that's right. The Yankees are headed to City Field for a two-game series. And I'm both excited and disappointed already. It's amazing how I can be such a dichotomy of feelings, my Ooh. friend. How do you like it? I want to study you, LeVac. And by the way, I don't call it the subway. I call it the choo-choo. You don't think the train, do you? Well, you, you're saying the subway is a train? Yeah. It's underground. It's a subway. Mm, I think trains can be underground. I think it's called the subway. That's why I call it the choo-choo, to mm, just clear up that confusion. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. No, sir. Uh, tonight's 7-10 first pitch. Luis Severino versus Max Scherzer. That's right. This battle of these titans, toe-to-toe. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um... I don't think you're being sarcastic there. That part I like. That part I'm excited about because for the Yankees to be one of the best teams in baseball, they need to have Severino be able to go out and take on other teams' aces. That's a, that's a thing. Yeah, and that's I wasn't trying to say that like you were trying to make fun of Severino by being sarcastic. I think there are some people who are not Yankee fans who would feel that way, though. That Scherzer is a great pitcher, Hall of Fame pitcher, all the great things, World Series champion, Scherz has been a number one pick, two colored eyes. Like, rank how you think those things are in the impressive scale of Max Scherzer. Mm -hmm. Very cool. But Severino, late 2010s, top six, five pitcher in the American League. I got out of flamethrower back in May and started roasting poor Severino about how bad I think he is, and the Yankees don't need him anymore. But here's another night where Severino can go out and say, I can still be a top pitcher in the American League. I can be a huge impact player for this Yankee roster. I can change the fortunes of this team so far in 2023, and I can do it on a huge national stage against the Mets and against a great pitcher in Scherzer. This can be one of these great moments for Severino. However, dot, 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 the story of Severino's career has been what, LeVac, in big games that you and I have covered? He has wilted. He has, tends to get blown up early in the big games. Gets way too excited and gets blown up. He gets can't geeked up. Can't calm himself down. He's all over the place. He's throwing the wrong pitches. This could be one of those moments tonight. His career has shown when the big game comes, Severino 
for whatever reason, is not the same pitcher. I feel like some of the pressure is off, though, because this isn't the matchup that we all anticipated. Like, when you when you looked ahead before the season, when the schedule came out and you knew who was where, you looked at these two games and you went, this could be cool. This could be really, really cool. Two highest payrolls in baseball. I know the Mets are one. I'm pretty sure the Yankees are two. And you got the, you know, the captain slash MVP in Judge. You got the polar bear, Pete Alonzo, who's, you know, he's just, all he does is hit home runs and, and, and smile and have fun and air hump things. Like, he, you got these guys <laughs> that, are, that are fired up. Like, now that they're not there, just looking at their quick batting leaders, um, both of those guys lead their teams in home runs. Both of those guys lead their teams in RBIs. Aaron Judge leads the Yankees in batting average. Nemo sneaks ahead of Alonzo in batting average. But I wonder if it takes some of the pressure off Severino knowing that this is basically a dress rehearsal for the matchup everybody really wanted. Because you don't have Judge. You don't have Alonzo. You get so many injuries, especially on the Yankees side, that this and, – and both teams are, what, nine and a half back respectively? Like this doesn't have – when you saw this be, at the beginning of the year – after what Steve Cohen did with just opening the checkbook and going to work with the Yankees, bringing back Judge, getting Carlos Rodon, all those things. I looked at this and I was like, I can't wait. Like this, I get, I'm get. i just ready to tell everybody we got a World Series preview here. Now I'm looking at it going, this could be a wild card preview here. Like this, if, you know, if everything goes really well for both teams, if they can get healthy. Like Hal Steinbrenner was asked today. Is the Yankees a championship roster? Yes, as soon as we get them back on the field. It's just, I wonder, like, if I'm Severino and we're, and you haven't quite shook that whole, I get too geeked up and I can't control my pitches. Do you look around these rosters and you hear people talk about it and go, nine and a half back, two biggest names that aren't here? Yeah, okay, I can go out and pitch well. If that's what makes him pitch better, great. Someone keep telling them that. Whatever mentally, because sometimes this is just mental as it is physical with athletes at this high of a level, if that's what he has to think about mentally to become a better pitcher in big games, keep doing it. Keep thinking that. Maybe it's because we just came off a basketball segment talking about superstars and legacy and greatness and how impactful a player can be, that I'm putting that mindset here to Severino. And what I mean by that is Jokic is the best player for the Nuggets. But let's say, for instance, he goes out and he gets hurt in a game. doesn't matter, regular season. Okay, somebody on the Nuggets, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., somebody's got to step up and be the best player on the court for the Nuggets that night. If we took that same mentality here to baseball, judges out, the better players for the Yankees aren't in the lineup. Okay, with these guys going down, who is the best Yankee taking the field in these matchups? It's not too long ago where we would have said it's Severino. If we did, what, the MLB The Show rankings? You know, had the old overall rating on the lineup you're sending out there. There was a time that the best overall rating for the Yankees, if this was the lineup that was lost there, could have been Severino. Right. So even though your mindset is, hey, nine and a half back, our best players aren't here, just go out and pitch and don't worry about everything else. Just go out and be yourself. Throw your best stuff. Another mindset could be, hey, I'm the best player out here right now, and this game is the moment where I proved to everybody I can be the best. If that's the mindset he has, even though most athletes need to have that, maybe that's not what Severino can do. And as for sure, as you flip it over, uh, craziness, madman, competitive, I don't want to know what's in his mind. 
I, I don't know what I, I have no idea what Max Scherzer thinks about, but I'm sure it's violent, angry, mean. But that's worked for his career. Yeah, I, I yeah he he lets him. That is his that is his overall persona. I don't know. It's just and maybe I'm just hoping that it's seen the way I see it because it just it doesn't feel. It doesn't feel right. Like it doesn't feel like, like the way that we're used to seeing, you know, these these two these two squads when when they're both good, and they should both be good. Neither one is very good. Yankees won't even put out their dang roster yet. Their lineup. I mean, it's insane. It's annoying to me. Mets have done it. Come on, Yankees. Where's your lineup? I would like to see it. But no, you don't do it because you don't. Maybe they don't know who it is yet. Wait a second. Do you think the Yankees aren't putting it out because they're not sure? Or is this already a little bit of, ha-ha, to the Mets? Like, a little bit of, well, we'll put it out when we feel like it. Well, that's, that is historical. That, that is a Yankee thing. You know, they, they'll, they'll hold that damn lineup as long as they can. They, don't, they don't, don't like to show it. But, I mean, the Mets, you got, you know, Nimmo, Alvarez, McNeil. McNeil's in left field. Um, Lindor is back in cleanup. Charlie Marte, right field, he's bad fifth. Brett Bay. Brett Batty, sorry, I'm looking from a distance and my eyes suck. Tony Pham, what a fam, he's DHing. Yeah, like it's it's just kinda caramel. It doesn't I'm supposed to see Alonzo in there. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna come I'm gonna cry and complain about it. I'm gonna give you the answer. The great Karnak, there you go, for our older listeners here, where Johnny Carson used to put up the answer before the question. Okay. My answer is yes. Okay. With more details, the Yankees sitting as the second wild card team currently in the American League, mm-hmm. and the Mets three games out of the wild card spot. Okay, do you believe the winner of this series is more likely to be a playoff team? It's two games. My answer is yes, and I can go first if you want. Go ahead. Okay, so the Yankees are already in that spot right now. So let's say the Yankees win both of these games. You look across the American League. Who is the most likely in playoff team? Not division winner, playoff team. Who's more likely to catch the Yankees if they beat the Mets? Houston. Uh, Houston's really good. Mm-hmm. But Houston, at some point, is going to fall off because the Rangers are actually winning that division right now. Toronto's a great pick. But after that, the Angels have always choked. The Red Sox talent on the roster is not as good. Seattle, they've battled with. But getting healthy, I would still take the Yankees over everybody who's below them. The biggest test, I would believe, would be Houston and Toronto. But you could hold them off. And I feel like I'd actually pick Baltimore. My God, I can't believe I'm saying Baltimore as a playoff team. Yes. Baltimore, Toronto, and New York. Four teams out of the American League East. So, yeah, I feel like if they beat the Mets, they can. Now, if the Mets win, who's in front of them with their talent they can't catch? They're better than the Marlins. They're better than the Giants. They've beaten the Phillies just a few weeks ago. The Reds are riding the Ellie De La Cruz. The Reds are having a lot of fun. And the Padres have been one of the most disappointing teams. So, yeah, yes. If this team, New York, Mets or Yankees, win this series, yeah, I think they're more likely to get to the playoffs and can be a playoff team from it. I love that you think that these two teams that seem to just flirt, not just flirt with, are, are actually married to mediocrity at this point, are going to, somebody's going to win. It's gonna, they're going to split this one and then they'll split the two at Yankee Stadium later. Like that's what they're gonna do. This is driving me nuts, and just keep it going. Hammer home the yeah. point: if we're not gonna be able to figure these teams out, and back to Levac's point of the summer, the Mets—they good? Yeah, you any good? Mets any good? Yankees any good? Any chance of health? What are we looking at here, guys? Like that's 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 what I'm saying. Like there's 
there was something about the way you would have approached this two game first half of a subway series that would have felt like you would have an idea who the best New York baseball team was. If the Yankees were to take both these games without Pete Alonso, without Aaron judge, it is their two best starters. It's your two best. I would have historically abused the daylights out of the Mets fans. Oh, you thought it was your city now. Oh, aren't you cute? But on this one, it's like, I don't, neither team is really the team yet. Neither team has performed the way you expect them to. The Yankees have had more windows of being that team. But, like, without your best players, without those things, I have to look at Mets fan, theoretically, in this in this example, where Yankees take both these games, Severino stays with Scherzer, uh, Cole outdeals Verlander, which is not historically the way that's gone, and go, yeah, we're better than you right now. You can't tell me that this wasn't the perfect stage to see Judge and Alonzo play a quick round of anything you can do, I can do better. Mm. You know, both guys go two for four. One's got a home run. One's got two doubles. But one's got three RBIs. One's got four. Like, you know what I mean? Like, one comes up in the ninth and hits a, just a monster that just actually goes through a guy's glove burns a hole in it and goes into the into the, the the stands. And a little bit of talk, right? Yeah. Like Alonzo was mouthing off a little bit. He was doing the well, throw it again was what he was saying, yeah, right? to the Braves. To the Braves. And, and Judge has had a little bit of a history of the boom box and everything snarky, else. A little snarky. A little snarky. And there's a little bit of like post-game doing it in comparison to in the game. That stuff's fun. Like I find that really entertaining when teams are yelling back and forth and nobody's getting violent, nobody's stepping over the line, but... When you're competing against somebody and you can see a real rivalry, and sometimes rivalries feel forced in professional sports, but New York versus New York, young athlete versus young athlete, all the storylines, you're totally right, would have been there if those guys were healthy. It definitely would have been a better watch with those two young phenoms playing, but we don't get them. Darn no. it. No. I blame you guys. Me? I think somehow what? Somehow it's your your fault, and I'm I'm unhappy about it. And I, I think you uh, I think you owe everyone an apology. But again, it, you know, all that aside, it, is, it should be again when you look at the pitching and and the other guys are going to have to step up and play. And it's weird because again, I can't tell you exactly what the Yankees have planned for this evening because they're holding their lineup. They're just for whatever reason they refuse to put it out there. But it's just like it'll still be cool. But the thought of Judge and Polar Bear going toe to toe, come on. That's what everybody signed up for. That's what everybody wants to see. You know, if if Otani is is going to hit the same night the Judge or, or Alonso is going to that's what you want to see. Which one of those guys who is hitting monster home runs, who's having a blast, doing things that you're not supposed to do as normal humans, who's going to have the better night? And I, I'm of the belief that what we've seen so far from guys like Alonso and Judge, they don't wilt in those situations. Like, think about, what was it, was it two years ago where they were doing promos based on how many home runs Alonzo hit would change the price of the tickets, it would take money off, whatever, and he kept hitting home runs. You do that to a lot of guys, they're like, oh, I don't know, I can't, I'm sorry. They're hitting pop-ups, you know, it's whatever. Historically, Judge gets up in a clutch moment or, or all eyes are on him, it goes over the wall. That's what these guys are. They're matinee guys, they're, they're main eventers, they want to get out there and hit. And I don't get to. 
It's all God's fault. No, it's not it's my fault. God's I've done nothing to these two, except having Pete Alonso on my fantasy team. And yeah, I know what it is. What? Well, you, well, that I didn't know that. That might be the jinx. That's not good. Well, that and you made me work on a Boston Red Sox station, Fox Sports Radio ninety five nine nine eighty. I think that caused the rift in in the universe that has ruined everything. Is this like Tangia? The, the plates are moving and things are happening the ways they're not supposed to. It's chaos theory. A butterfly flaps his wings over here and there's a tsunami around the world. Like that's what that's what's happening. What are the cards called? They're sp- it's spelled T- tarot card. Tarot. But there's a silent T in tarot, but there's like those things are moving around. I assume they have some type of thing with the future. What do they actually do? Uh, allegedly, they do read the future for you. Like, really? Yeah, but you have to know how to read them. I thought they're like wizards or something. I thought it was like Dungeons and Dragons. Those things. No, it's a way for you to tell the tell to read somebody's fortune. Okay, okay, this is confusing me. I knew the reference, but like, so it's like a Ouija board. Like no, that, that's Ouija board ghost. is to speak to the to, yeah, the, yeah, to yeah. the dead. Yeah, a tarot tarot cards. In, in my notes, I don't read them. I don't have the ability. It would uh, someone who's experienced them can read your your future? Can tell you what's gonna your fortune? They can tell you what's gonna happen in your life. And that's what happened here because now you're at a Red Sox station. Now Alonzo's injured and Judge is injured. Ruined everything. Ruined everything. And even that, hey, Red Sox fan, before you laugh, why do you think you're so bad? Besides not being able to cheat because everybody's watching you. But, like, you know, come on. These things are all out there. It's all out there for you, friends. You can see it. It's Gaza's fault. (laughs) (laughs) It is tarot cards. Tarot. Tarot. Tarate. Tarate. Um, I, I do, there's some, there's, I, I'm getting, I'm getting more and more joy from people arguing in public. Like, I don't know what it is about me and is my it miserable parents? Is it parents? Well, no, like this is, I, I, this is, I'm, I went to my personal Fox sports radio, 95, nine, nine eighty tarot cards that I have in here. Oh, and I'm, I'm predicting issues in the future for multiple people. So, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do my prediction of, can't miss arguments that are on the that are on the horizon. All right, I'm going to do that for you. Um, coming up in just in just a couple of minutes, but right now I'll tell you about my good friend, Doctor Fred Dreer, and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. Doctor Dreer and the team are amazing. They got together with me, a guy who I don't know if you've noticed this. I think I know everything. So when they told me that they could fix my sleep apnea and my snoring, I was like, "Here's your going, whatever." And then sure enough, at home sleep study couple quick tests just to make sure there was nothing else going on that needed to be taken care of. And then they put together the measurements to get this custom-made mouthpiece for me, keeps my airway open, my snoring is under control, my sleep apnea is under control. It has changed everything. It has made, like today, I'm fighting my allergies, but I got the strength to fight my allergies because I got a great night's sleep last night. I went, I went down early, and I was out all night thanks to my mouthpiece, from the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsam Spa. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsam Spa. They're helping me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better too. Don't struggle with the stress and anxiety of divorce or custody alone. Turn to the Caldwell Law Group. Our team of compassionate, experienced attorneys will help you navigate your divorce or custody issues. Get the help you need today. Visit caldwell-law.com for more info. 
been in the community for over 130 years, Curtis Lumber has built their reputation on trust. When building or remodeling, rely on Curtis Lumber for expert advice and quality products like Anderson Windows. You can't beat Anderson's craftsmanship with pre-finished wood interiors and low-maintenance exteriors. Anderson Windows are easy to use, energy efficient, and engineered to last. Trust Anderson Windows from Curtis Lumber, the professional's choice in home improvement. Kanowski Agency Incorporated honors and congratulates the graduates of this year's class at Amsterdam and Johnstown High Schools. All the years of hard work and dedication paid off. Your education is your ticket to a successful future, and you should be proud. Good luck to all the local graduates from Kanowski Agency Incorporated, insuring within our community since 1959, with two locations to better serve you at 108 North Perry Street, Johnstown, or 478 Locust Avenue, Amsterdam. KanowskiAgency.com. DraftKings presents another totally rad message on how to bet responsibly from someone who's still totally rad, Tony Hawk. You know, betting without a game plan is a little like skating a giant ramp without helmet and pads. I wouldn't risk it, and I wouldn't bet without a game plan. DraftKings Sportsbook provides you with tools to set a realistic budget and time limits, so you're ready to bet responsibly. Thanks, Tony. Visit DraftKings.com slash Responsible-Gaming to learn about all these tools and more. Because the more you know about safe betting, the more rad you'll be. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. O'Reilly Auto Parts Loaner Tool Program offers more than 80 specialty tools. Refundable deposit required. Stop by O'Reilly today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hillcrest Golf Course reminds you that Father's Day is coming up. Father's Day is a wonderful opportunity to bask in the glow of your family's affection and appreciation. Father's Day has become a day to honor your father, but also a day to honor all men who act as father figures, including uncles, stepfathers, brothers, and grandfathers. Happy Father's Day from Hillcrest Golf Course. Conveniently located with a driving range. 3428 Giffords Church Road, Princetown. Find us at Facebook. Call Hillcrest Golf Course at 518-355-9817. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket. Pushing a wet, heavy mop around. Then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet. The faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Oh, man. So, all right, let's start with one that makes, like, obvious you, you expect this fight or more maybe you don't. Um, as, as some of you guys have been paying attention, you watch Michigan martial art, Mixed Martial Arts. Sorry, again. I've got... There's the pollen's back. Now that the smoke is gone, the pollen is back. I've um I've had this tickle and this nonsense. I've taken a Claritin. It's made no difference. It's 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 bad. Amanda Nunez, the lioness, the greatest female fighter of all time, 
beats Irene Aldana at UFC 289. It was not supposed to be Irene Aldana at UFC 289. It was supposed to be a rematch against Juliana Pena, who has beaten Nunez in the past. The Venezuelan Vixen. I love that nickname. That's a great. And the fact that you got it out, and I can't even say like fight or words um, is now I feel, I feel less than, but good for you. Um, so they don't fight. Nunez wins, wins in dominating fashion, like to the point where the fight was almost boring because Aldana never, never really pushed any kind of violent aggression. She came forward, but she kept her hands over her face. She just, she just tried to like minimize damage. It's almost like she just wanted to finish the fight, but that was enough. Nunez wins the fight by decision, and retires afterwards. Lays the double belts down, lays the gloves down, drinking beer. You know, um, I, her wife is going to have another child, I guess. Like, all these all these things. Uh, Juliana Pena, not happy, calls her a coward, says they have unfinished business. Will they fight, guys? Hmm. I would say yes, just because... Fighters, both boxing, mixed martial arts, are the most notorious for retiring and then unretiring and then retiring again <laughs> and then unretiring again. And then, and then one more. And then, yeah. Well, They're, and also calling her a coward. I feel like that's like, you know, like she has now become the villain from every Rocky movie after what, four or five, where it's like, oh, you got to, you got to unretire and fight me. And it's like, no, I can't do it. You're a coward. Okay, I'll do it. Or, you know, it's like, you're, you're a coward, still not going to fight you. Your kid's ugly. All right, I'll fight you. Like, like that's, <laughs> that's where we're at. So, like, she went right to the coward right away. So it's only a matter of time before she calls her kids ugly, and then it's on. And you know what? For some fighters, that's enough for them to want to fight. The reason the fighters retire and then unretire and do that whole thing back and forth, two reasons. Really strong two reasons. One, after all of that training for months, they probably don't want to do it for a while. They're like, right. I just put my body through a ridiculous amount of punishment, and I just got punched in the face. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. The second part is, I don't want to be punched in the face anymore. I've made enough money in my life where I had to, at some point, do this to feed my family, pay the bills. This is a skill set I had. Maybe it's sometimes they weren't highly educated, and they decided to enter the fight game at a very young age. I don't want to do this anymore because I don't have to do this anymore. Right. That's the reason they retire. The reason they unretire is they are fighters and they don't have much to turn to. All that time in the gym and all that time fighting, they love it so much. When they enter the quote unquote real world, they're like, I don't like this as much as I like getting in the gym and cutting weight and fighting and feeling that moment of the crowd going crazy. That's why they unretire a lot and also paydays. Yeah. It feels like Nunez's reason why she retired there is she said, I'm going to, again, she didn't say this, but it feels like it. The only way I'm coming back to fight Juliana Pena, who's already beaten me before, is a lot more money. A lot right. more money. Well, and I, I do, I think, I think there's like another piece that kind of weaves in between what you just said, too, where it's like most of these, like, especially Amanda Nunez, she always, she was a, she was a fighting champion. Like, she fought more, I, I feel like, I don't have like this stat in front of me, but I feel like she fought more with the belt on than most people ever have. Like it was, oh, I'm clear to fight. Okay, I'll go. Let's go. Let's get somebody in there. Let's go. Let's let's slap somebody around. Um, what I love the most about her, complete side note down down another path, you knew just from body language, she was scared to death to fight Cyborg. 
She did not want to be in that cage, but she went in that cage. And as soon as she realized she hurt Cyborg, she went to work. Like it was like two. It was like, oh man, here we go. I hope this is okay. To like, oh, let's go. <laughs> and so like, I, I love that. Like she got in that cage with somebody. She was clearly, clearly scared to fight. And I, no one will ever admit that. I know, but and went through it. But she fought a lot. So by by retiring, air quote retiring, you can shut it all down, because. There's no way that woman took more than what a week break, where she had beer and cheesecake, or you know didn't watch her calorie intake. Like she can now go be, you know, a mom. She can go be at home. She can do all those things. There's no, all right, hey, I got two weeks and then I got to be at this place. I got I got uh, six days and then I got to stop eating carbs or like all that goes out the window until it isn't. And then you can go, all right, two months from now. Okay, I want to do it again. But as long as that mentally, there's another fight on the horizon, there's no way you can turn it all the way off as a real champ. I'm more surprised she's retiring now than two years ago. Because at some point in some fighters' careers, they have nothing left to prove. Right. She got beat by Juliana Pena, and it's bizarre to think about it, but it actually was better for the sport she lost. Because now there's a rivalry, somebody could actually beat her. Amanda Nunes's overall career can be defined, although legendary, although great, by two big moments. Two big, huge moments. I think two is like the theme of the day today for me. But two, again here, she's the one who took Ronda Rousey's head and bounced it around the octagon like a basketball. Just destroyed Ronda and ended her career. Yep. Ronda Rousey never fought again. Ronda Rousey was women's mixed martial arts until Holly Holm knocked her out and then Amanda Nunes embarrassed her. She never fought again. That was one of the defining moments of her career. The other one was in Houston when she missed weight, but made weight, but didn't fight, but backed out because she was dehydrated and she was the headline fight. And Dana White called her out and said, there's fighters that have been way worse scenarios than you have. You should fight. And Dana White got so upset with her. He basically came out and said, you will never main event a UFC card again because of how you just acted. Now, it's easy for you and I to say, oh, she didn't want to fight because she was like that she might get beat or anything I feel dehydrated when I leave the studio sometimes. <laughs> and her cutting weight's a whole different right. thing. But the highs and lows of her career, she doesn't have to prove anything else. And I think that that statement alone, whether you're a UFC fan, a boxing fan, or a sports fan, there are going to be some athletes who have nothing else to prove. There's no reason to do it anymore. Tom Brady's one of them. At some point, Patrick Mahomes might be one of them. Uh, Jokic, he's too early in his career. But LeBron... Like there are certain people who are like, okay, it's time to go. I- I've done everything I've ever wanted to accomplish. There's no need to do this anymore. Yeah, but she has the easy out because, again, Pena beats Nunez in UFC 269, and then Nunez beats Pena in 277, and now you're a coward. You have to, you'll have to fight again. We'll see how where that goes. But here's my next will they fight, guys. Are you ready for this? Okay. In what I think is maybe the most brilliant marketing of, of the modern age, the U.S. Open tees off. This weekend, correct? Yes. Rory McIlroy, the champion of the PGA, and Brooks Kepka, one of the champions of Live Golf, <laughs> are in the same group at the U.S. Open. Will they fight? Like, is there a better dude? Brooks Kepka is so good at the golf rivalry because most people, when I say golf rivalry, you're like, oh, what are they going to do? Call each other names, whatever. Brooks Kepka wanted to fight Bryson DeChambeau. And I think if Bryson DeChambeau wasn't a nerd who had found steroids, they would have fought on a golf course. 
this Rory McIlroy hates live golf, hates it. Brooks Kepka is taunting everyone since the merger has been announced. This is the great. I if I never wanted to watch a U.S. Open in my life, if I didn't care care about golf at all, this group just made me want to watch. What do I got to do? I got to pay for um, what is it, ESPN Plus or or or. or, or iHeart Plus. I don't care. Whoever <laughs> I got to pay for to get to see this. And I want I want a microphone close by. I want to hear what they say to each other. Will they fight? Rory McIlroy, Brooks Kepka. You said Rory hates Live Golf. Yep. I think he hates Kepka more than Live Golf. Yes. Let's go. Because the thing with Live Golf, what happened for Rory, whether he wanted it to or not, when the whole Live Golf thing was going on, the PGA needed a leader, a spokesperson, mm-hmm. a face. Mm-hmm. And Tiger's not the one because Tiger's getting offered like $800 million. So Tiger kind of just, and honestly, at this point, do you want Tiger to be the face of anything? I know it's been 20 years. But well, like, he did take a stand. He didn't take that 800 mil. He, he didn't. He did. But he, Tiger's, the name Tiger Woods is not what it was 10, 20 years ago. But, so Rory became the face of the PGA. And I think Rory hates Kepka because he's like, not only do you win, you're good. People do care about you. And, hey, you want to admit this? It's fine. Probably a little jealous. He got a big fat payday and Rory didn't. He yeah. got his money. Rory didn't take his money. And Rory had to be the face of, sorry, you probably should have shown us and taken your money. And Rory's kind of like the guy who's in really good shape, but he's not like respected as being like a physical specimen the way Brooks Kepke is. Like there's a lot there. It's, and dude's Irish. Let's go. He's got a temper. I'm Scottish. I can say it. So you want Gilmore Barker? You want him rolling yeah. around the golf course? The price is wrong, beep. Let's go. Come on. You. There's no way on God's green earth those two aren't trying to hit bigger drives than each other. Those two aren't trying to be better than each Like, I know you do that anyway. That's that's professional golf. You're. It's not like when we all go out and play, you know, a best ball or a captain and crew or, you know, charity golf where you're just, you're rooting for everybody and you're forcing them. No, you want to beat everybody in your group. I get that. That's obviously true. But now you don't just want to win to win. You want to win to embarrass. You want to win to prove that you're better than. Come on, let's go. My hope is Live Golf does something like this that, hey, we found an entertainment way to make more people who are outside of golf care about the sport, which is a goal for every sport. Golf may try to say, oh, the reason why we're golf is because we don't lean into the crazy fraternity like feel of the beer drinkers and going nuts. You get the. Phoenix Open, and that's about it. Maybe the Ryder Cup. That's why it's more special, because we never do that all the time. I want this to happen. I want what you said, too. Cameras, live footage, trash talk. Let's be entertained by NWO golf. NWO crotch chops. Like, <laughs> yeah, take that, Brooks. Yeah. Rip, rips off the live golf shirt. Yes, let's go. I mean, like, like when they when they started putting Kepka and DeChambeau together, I was like, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. This is better. Because, like, DeChambeau had that, that nice little window where he was a very good golfer, which may have already closed. Kepka, now that he's, if, as long as he's healthy, he's one of those guys he can win anywhere. Rory is, like, a favorite to win almost every tournament he's in. He's just, he's just consistently good, sometimes great. So this is perfect. And this is, and look, Kepka and DeChambeau didn't like each other because DeChambeau golf slow. Like, that's annoying. But this is, like, like you said, livelihood, money. Belief system, all of it. You know, uh, maybe a little jealousy. I'm in. Let's go. U.S. Open. Way to go. Good job. Forget the match. Forget putting 
you know, Brady against Woods or whatever stupid, Barkley or whatever. Just find dudes like this who literally hate each other and throw them out on the golf course together. It's the way to win if you want to win. If you want to win, I'm telling you. Um, tomorrow, if you want to come by and hang out with us, we're going to be live from one of my favorite places in all the capital region. Actually, at this exact moment, it's not one of my favorite places on earth, and that's Mohawk Chevrolet uh, right up in in Malta, Balsa Spa. I mean, it's it's beautiful place. It's one of my favorite dealerships, top to bottom, because it's just everything is thought of. It's it's they've got a big walking path that you can go enjoy yourself. They got Adirondack chairs everywhere. Now they've got Car Bravo. So even if you're not like your dream vehicle may not have a bow tie on it, maybe you're not as cool as I am, where your dream vehicle's a Black Widow Chevy Silverado, which you got from Mohawk Chevrolet, but you can find it with Car Bravo, and of course you get that amazing sales service, everything that you get at Mohawk Chevrolet. I am thrilled when I send people to Mohawk Chevrolet because I know they're going to get the vehicle and the experience that they've been hoping for. Um, my daughter's got her oil changed over there, and now she's she's thinking about She's like, Dad, I think I want a truck. I'm like, you need to calm down, all right? <laughs> Easy over there. She's right. like, she literally said, she's like, I got FOMO because you got a cool pickup. I think I need a cool pickup. I'm like, you got a cool trailblazer. Calm down. Mohawk Chevrolet. Find new roads to Car Bravo at Mohawk Chevrolet where they go out of their way to please you. Top 4 of 4 coming up next with LeVac Gaz on Fox Sports Radio. Tuesday, June 20th is your chance to join